0: Welcome to another moment with Matt, with State Representative Matt Dowling of the 51st Legislative District in Fayette and Somerset Counties. Representative Dowling, welcome to another report to your constituents. And we'd like to begin this week with good news for you and good news for people who want to protect their Second Amendment rights. What's this?
1: Well, uh, this week I was named the chairman of the Second Amendment Caucus for the Pennsylvania House for this session for 2021-2022. We have already had some meetings with some third parties that are interested in the Second Amendment and concerned about the Second Amendment, talked to a lot of constituents. as well, and we put out uh, a memo asking uh, for which members would like to join. We're at about 50 members. It's a bipartisan group uh, here in the Fayette County area. Uh, Representative Ryan Warner, Representative Bud Cook, and Representative Pam Snyder are all members of the Second Amendment Caucus. Uh, I will be following in the footsteps of uh, a good friend and mentor, Jeff Pyle, who uh, this week announced his retirement due to some health issues, uh, and so he, he stepped down from the House and from the Second Amendment Caucus, so um, very happy to be moving into that role and uh, in protecting the rights of all Pennsylvanians when it comes to uh, their firearms. And, of course, the Second Amendment
0: is a defense against tyranny. And, boy, do we seem to be looking at it in the face here right now, with what is going on in Washington. And I understand that a group of House lawmakers here in the state are petitioning our delegation in Washington to stand firm and uh, stand with some common sense, or what we would, would think would be some common sense in the history of our country. I'm blown away by some of the things that have been proposed in Washington, but boy oh boy, the stuff that's coming down the pipe here takes takes words out of my mouth. I don't even know how to respond to it. It just seems outrageous. Talk to us about what you are standing up for and why it's so important that people contact their congressional.
1: Well, first off, you know, there have been a number of letters during my tenure that I've signed on to to our uh, federal delegation asking them to vote one way or the other way. But for the most part, I believe that, you know, they're duly elected to do their job in, in Washington, and we're elected to do what we do here in Harrisburg, and uh, and, and I don't want them telling us what to do, and I don't want to tell them what to do, except when it starts to infringe upon state rights, or it's going to alter the way we do business here in Pennsylvania. H.R. 1 uh, is a resolution that has been proposed at the federal level. Uh, Over 40 members of the Pennsylvania House have signed this letter that just went out recently um, asking our delegation, Senator Toomey, Senator Casey, and our congressmen to vote against uh, this kind of sweeping reform uh, that is happening. It really amazes me, too, that the Biden administration has pushed this in the first hundred days. Um, And this week, the scary thing is it passed from the House and now the Senate has a scheduled um, Tuesday hearing on the resolution. If you don't know about it, um, it makes a huge number of changes. One of the things it does, uh, I believe, is it kind of censors people. It, it goes against the First Amendment. Uh, it adds some additional requirements that if you are going to advocate, especially online, for a purpose, not just a candidate, you're going to be held to uh, some of the same kind of disclosures that a candidate in a commercial would be held to so we've all heard at the end of the commercial paid for by the friends of whoever Um, and those kind of disclosures now would be required of groups of individuals that are advocating on issues and uh, that could really disenfranchise some people and silence their voice on first amendment issues they're
0: asking folks to jump through a lot of hoops just to speak in public essentially what they believe and we don't need a whole bunch of reporting requirements to have a charity speak their mind or an individual speak their mind or a church speak their mind Uh, those should be kind of left in the public sphere but that's not all it seems like it seems like they want to go a couple of steps further than this
1: that is definitely not all the one that is in my mind maybe most egregious and it kind of blows me away is the campaign finance, I mean, they're calling it reform, but the campaign finance part of this resolution would actually create a taxpayer pool. So, the dollars that you pay in your federal income taxes would go into a pot, and there would be a match, I believe it's five to one, that would say, for every dollar that you raise uh, personally for a campaign, we're going to give you taxpayer money to match it at, at you know five times what you actually raised. Now, the premise or the selling point is that it takes big money out of politics. But it really doesn't. It just is a multiplier that is adding more money into politics. An amplifier. Absolutely. So, you know, it it really worries me. I it, I don't understand who in their right mind would think that a federally funded campaign for office is a good idea. But, you know, it's written into this bill. And that's one of the very scary parts about that. You know, you, the taxpayer, will be funding, potentially, you know, my next campaign or the next guy's campaign. Actually, and it's everybody's just, campaign. Everyone's campaign. And it's just not right. Um, you know, they, they say it takes money out of politics. Like we said, it's just going to ramp that up. and uh, And the taxpayer is the one that's going to have the bill at the end of the day.
0: So... Folks, we need to make sure we educate ourselves and talk to our congressmen, talk to our senators. This is something that needs to be said. This has been Another Moment with Matt with State Representative Matt Dowling.